Thanks for joining us for Good To Go. Each week, your host, Christian Studer, will connect you to good happening in your community. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I'm sitting down with Brandon uh, over at Carter Compassion, which is a newer uh, nonprofit right here in our community. Um, Brandon, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what Carter Compassion is? Absolutely. Uh, I've been the pastor of Harmony Free Will Baptist Church for the past 15 years. I'm also an educator. Uh, I taught fifth grade for eight years, was a school counselor for 13 (laughs) years, and now I'm a school administrator at Happy Valley Middle School in Elizabethan. I'm the assistant principal there. Okay. So uh, the Carter Compassion Center is a a, a unique ministry uh, organization. in twenty at the end of 2019, 2020, uh, the Carter um, Commission Board reached out to me and wanted me to do some investigation and head up a homelessness and poverty task force. Okay. And so we um, we we told them we would head up that committee and we began to do some research on the poverty and homelessness within Carter County. Yeah. And they want to know, you know, what do we need to do to combat that poverty and that homelessness? So as I begin to reach out to other nonprofits and we begin to do some research, we also did the point in time count, the pit count mm-hmm. to, to find out how many actually were living outside. Yeah. At that time, we had 62 in Carter County that we actually identified as living out outdoors. 62? 62 individuals. Okay, okay. And then we also uh, identified quite a few more that was living in hotel motels in the area Mm -hmm. there in Elizabethan. Yeah. And uh, we had a lot that was living together in in a single family home, and they had like three or four families in a -hmm. a home. So in Carter County Schools at that time, we had uh, 66 students considered homeless. Wow. And Elizabethan City had 77 students at that time considered homeless. So we definitely knew there was an issue. Yeah. And so as I began to research, uh, you know, what was going on, I realized that it was multi-generational poverty. Mm. And they didn't really know how to get out of the poverty. And when they begin to look for resources, they may call or travel around to 15 or 20 different places before they could ever find someone to help them. Yeah. So that was kind of the issue that we were facing. So when I came back and I told them what um, what I had experienced, and I looked at the statistics, uh, when you look at the Alice population in our in our county, mm-hmm. Carter, that is the working poor. Okay. And so that's asset limited, income constrained individuals. Okay. So that that means that uh, they work hard, but they have very little, mm-hmm. uh, and they're one. Um, tragedy or maybe the heat pump goes out or the car transmission goes out away from poverty Mm. or away from homelessness yeah so um you know they uh it it is a population that makes up 58 percent of our county wow and that that just blew my mind 58 percent of carter county is the working poor so that may that means that they make right around 23 to 24 thousand dollars a year yeah and uh, i think it was uh, like 23,000 fam- 23, families are in that predicament. Now, wow. obviously, I see that at the church. Yeah. I see that at the school. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of grandparents that, that are there raising their grandchildren. Yeah. So um, it's very frustrating for them to go and try to find help when they get that runaround. Yeah. And that, um, so when I met with the Carter uh, County Commission, and let me say this the Carter Compassion Center is not 
a part of the government. Yeah. And uh, and and we're not a faith-based entity. And the reason being, even though we have lots of faith-based individuals obviously on our board, we're trying to pull together the faith faith-based community and the mm-hmm. secular community and our our motto is compassion consolidated yeah so we're trying to pull both groups together because really in the at, at the end of this we just want to see individuals and families get help mm. and so uh, we wanted to become a one-stop shop so really what the Carter compassion Center uh, is is it is a it is a liaison between uh, the person coming in and and the resources. Mm. So when you are in need in Carter County, rather than trying to figure out where to go, yeah. the first stop in Carter County would be the Carter Compassion Center. Okay. Then you would meet with a social worker, and that social worker would map out a plan of action for you and your family. Mm-hmm. And then the most unique part of the Compassion Center that I think is so important, and as a pastor, I know it's important because we disciple people once they give their life to Christ. Yeah. And we know they need that mentor to mentor them. So we actually have a mentoring program where we take volunteers from churches. Uh, we want to look at our retiree community, yeah. people that have been successful, mm-hmm. that have not lived in poverty. Yeah. Then we take those individuals where they feel like that maybe they, they can't give back to society. Their job was kind of their life. And then mm-hmm. once they've retired, you know, they're, they're, they kind of set. Yeah. We take those individuals and then we pair them with this family. Okay. So they, they can answer questions like, well, how do you interview? Mm-hmm. Do you have clothes for an interview? Maybe I can take you there. And so they, they will go through a mentoring training to mentor these individuals. So the center is very educational. It's, yeah. it's not giving out fish. It's teaching someone how to fish. Yeah. And so um, we want to bring these individuals in. We want to map out a plan of action, give them a mentor, and then see them prosperous mm-hmm. and break that cycle that's of poverty awesome. that they're in. So that's 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 our mission. Yeah. And uh, we're bringing the right people to the table now that we're not a homeless shelter, mm-hmm. but I, I believe that we're bringing the right individuals to have these conversations yeah. to later on we can evolve into a homeless shelter, uh, shelter, not there, but buy a piece of property and yeah. become a homeless shelter. And and we've already had these discussions, not a homeless shelter where you get food and a bed, but a shelter where you come in and you check in and you're there for a while mm-hmm. and you get some budgeting classes and we help you find employment. And, and it's yeah. a program to get these individuals um, back out and, and being productive members of society. Yeah. Definitely. So, wow. That's amazing. So that, that's kind of the, the whole, whole yeah. spill there. <laughs> just, that's it. Just yeah. that. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Um, I like the, the center because you know, my, my wife works and she's a social worker. She's been one for, for years now. Um, and that is a difficult thing with, you know, there, there is organizations out there that, Hey, we're, you know, we help with clothing. We help with food. We help with this. We help with that. Um, but having somewhere central to go and not be like, Oh, do I, who do I need to call for? Or, you know, trying to have get help with this, mm-hmm. being able to go to one central location and then be able to right. figure everything else out so after be- that. You become a resource hub. Yeah. And then and, and then we reach out to the folks. Uh, so we're not trying to I want the nonprofits to know this. And we've met with nonprofits. We've met with pastors and mm-hmm. we plan in July to meet with area businesses. Yeah. But we're not trying to replicate or duplicate mm-hmm. any nonprofit. Mm-hmm. We're wanting to be that bridge between the nonprofit and that person. Yeah. And uh, when we 
when we first started and we, we created our board and we filed for our 501c3, mm-hmm. which we are now, uh, we met with the city of Elizabeth and, and we have one of their council members that, that sits on our board and the old chamber building was sitting empty. Okay. Now it does have quite a few issues. Yeah. We've got some, um, water issues, uh, from the, the roofing. Uh, so we've got some water damage in the building. So currently that, you know, that's our, our big thing is yeah. trying to fix that building. And that building is right off 19E in Elizabethan. Right. It's like the, it's the train, train depot it building. Is. It's, it's right there beside of the train. Yeah. And uh, right there across from Food City or mm-hmm. the Carter County uh, Sheriff's Department. Yeah. Um, the city was kind enough. And I want to say that I want to give a shout out to the, the Elizabethan uh, City Council to allow us to lease that building for $1 a year. Oh, wow. Now, obviously, we've got to upkeep it for yeah. all, all the bills there. Yeah. Uh, but for a dollar a year, I mean, it was just amazing <laughs> that they allowed us to, to come in and, and do sure. that. So I'm very grateful for that. Now, like I said, I, I think they had it estimated at $60,000 worth of repairs that that building needs. Oh, goodness. Okay. So we've kind of we've got that wall in front of us currently. Yeah. But I know that um, that God will provide, mm-hmm. and those things um, will get fixed. Definitely. Now— um, with that being said, I want to s- sit on that for a minute. So about $60,000 worth of repairs. Um, how are you going about repairing that? Um, what are your all's needs right now? Because I know it's not open yet. You're, you're hoping to open hopefully in you know, in a few months or once repairs get done. Right. right. <laughs> um, but maybe someone's like, hey, I, I live in Elizabeth and I'd love to be a part of it. I you know, have a background in construction. You That'd know, be great. How does someone get in contact with you and what exactly are your needs currently before you get up and running? Well, they can go to our website, cartercompassioncenter.org, and the phone number on the website is actually my cell phone number. Okay. So if they wanted to text or call me personally, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they wanted to come in and labor and do the labor for us and help us with some of those projects, that'd be wonderful. They want to give monetarily. There's a PayPal uh, set their account set up and they can access that through the website okay. and it goes into our uh, account at Northeast Community Credit Union. They can even go into the Northeast Community Credit Union branch and say, I'd like to put this in the account for the Carter Compassion Center. Mm. So they can do that. Even if they want to do that anonymously, they can yeah. do that. So uh, there's there's many ways to get involved, but if they'll just reach out to me, I would love to hear more about what they could offer or if, if it's just swinging a hammer. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so the website again was cartercompassioncenter.org. Okay, awesome. Very cool. Um, And I'm definitely looking forward to you all opening. Hopefully, I believe before we started recording here, you said it was going to be around the end of summer-ish, hopefully. That's our goal. We'd okay. like to see end of summer, first of fall, yeah. the latest, and have someone physically in the building and, and start the process. Now, the evening hours... Even when we do get up and running and we meet with people individually of the daytime hours, mm-hmm. we got such a nice facility there, a huge conference room. Um, yeah. We would like to have lots of trainings there. Okay. So parent and education classes, maybe GED courses, yeah. um, rural health clinics, dental wow. clinics, veteran services. Uh, we want to use it of the evening hours to reach out and, and use it as a community center. Yeah. Um, budgeting courses. Uh, I know we've we've spoke with Thrivent Financial, which is a Christian financial institution, kind of like Edward Jones. Yeah. Uh, they uh, said they would be, come in and do classes of the evening to help folks understand how to budget. Oh, that's awesome. So that would be great. Yeah. And uh, they've been wonderful to work with. They actually uh, sponsored our pastor's luncheon yesterday oh, and awesome. purchased the food for that. And then. Um, 
We've uh, we just had some great partners already. Yeah. The Carter County Drug Prevention and Coalition, they came in and sponsored a uh, nonprofit luncheon. And okay. they paid for the nonprofits to come out and hear what I'm telling you today yeah. to our nonprofits. And then in the month of July, July the 14th, on a Thursday at noon, Northeast Community Credit Union is sponsoring a luncheon for all business owners. They can come out, have lunch. Uh, and hear more about the Compassion Center and tour the facility. Yeah. So we're we're trying to you know we're and then at our our huge goal is in September bringing our nonprofits, churches, and businesses together. So we've met individually mm-hmm. with them separate. Yeah. We want to um, pull them all together and let's have a huge celebration. And we're looking maybe at a Sunday evening having some uh, music mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, food and have everybody together and and that's that's the goal of the compassion center the right hand should know what the left is doing when it comes to resources and it seems like there's a lot of resources in our, our area but they don't know what each other are doing and yeah. there's no networking mm-hmm. our churches are all doing great things yeah. nonprofits are doing great things so we want the the compassion center to pull it all these things put them all together under one umbrella. Yeah. And that's not happened yet. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to see us become a model for other counties to do the same. Yeah. Because when you're in that when you're in that moment of need mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're gonna do, isn't it hard to sit down with with your phone and call fifteen or twenty different yeah. places? Or or maybe you're driving and gas at four dollars and fifty cents a gallon and you don't have a whole lot of gas money. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great to say in Carter County we go to the Compassion Center and that's the first step in the process. Yeah. And that would be great in Sullivan, Washington, all of our counties. For sure. And so that's that's what I would love to see the end result of this be. I, I you know, I, I think so much of the Isaiah one seventeen house and how yeah. it took off. I would love to see a compassion center model. Yeah. In in every county in Northeast Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, I love Carter County. I, I've, I've lived there now uh, going on 12 years, and um, I've devoted a lot of time, energy, and effort there. But it is saddening that when you travel across Tennessee that Carter County is known for poverty mm-hmm. and drug abuse. Yeah. And, and, and it is, even in Memphis. And if you look at the statistics per capita, we're worse with drugs than the folks in Memphis. Wow. And that just, and, and it being a huge city like it is, yeah. per capita, we're worse with drug abuse. Yeah. And, um, you know, poverty and drug abuse seem to go hand in hand. Yeah. And I think sometimes we do the drugs to escape the life that we're living. Mm-hmm. And so there's such a great need in our in our county, in our region, yeah, for, sure. for a center just like the Compassion Center. So I'm adamant about it. I'm excited, passionate about it. I just want to see God move and us get the ball rolling. I know as a pastor, I'll, I'll speak from this point of view. You have somebody coming in, into your Bible study, maybe at the end of worship, and they say they have a need. And there you stand at 8.30, 9 o'clock at night trying to figure all this out yeah. or at the end of your worship service. For and sure. you're trying to vet this. Into, are they... Are they legit? Mm-hmm. Are they just going around to different places? Yeah, uh, It's hard to figure all that out. But if I knew I had a place in Carter County as a pastor, that I could say, okay, Billy or Susie, we're going to take you down to the Compassion Center. They're going to work with you there. We support them yeah. on a monthly basis. They're going to meet with you, find out exactly what the issue is, and these individuals are going to get you some help. Yeah, And not just show you, not just hand you something, but show you how that you can break this curse of poverty that you're living in. Mm-hmm. I think it will relieve some of the burdens that are sitting on our pastor's shoulders yeah. each and every service, or church leadership sh- shoulders, the, the shoulders of our deacons and our elder boards. So I think that's very beneficial. Um, 
for our pastors. It's very beneficial for our nonprofits. It's going to help a, a lot of folks at, at one time. And I know that those stories happen out of a, a week. I speak to someone that's struggling with a, a situation of poverty three to four times. Mm. And where they're texting me on Facebook, through yeah. Messenger, they're, they're texting my phone, they're calling the church secretary. This is something I deal with, and it would be so wonderful to have a place where they could go. And, and so it starts a paper trail. So you when you go in, you get an iPad, you fill out the information about yourself, and we start a, a, a paper process. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's electronic, obviously, but we would track those things. And so we'd have data. Yeah. We don't have any data mm. uh, right now, and so people are going. So would it prevent abuse of the system? I believe it would. Because you, if you're a, a nonprofit, you'd say, "Did you start at the Compassion Center?" They start the process yeah. there, and have you already met with them? And then they'll come to me. And as I was talking to nonprofits, things I didn't realize about nonprofits, I've never, you know, until now, I've never been part of one. Um, they said that uh, a lot of folks come to them for help, and and it's not in their will uh, wheelhouse. Yeah. So, like uh, the TLC Center in Elizabeth, and it's mm-hmm. for ladies. She has men coming all the time. Yeah. Can I get help? And she's like, I, I'm not a men's center. She said, so you all will be a, a filtering process. Yeah. So we will put it where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's beautiful. I think the mentoring part's beautiful. I mean, I could, I could speak forever. Yeah. Uh, because I, I just think this model is going to work. For sure. Once we get it up and running. Definitely. Um, I'd love to know, you know, if there's nonprofits listening right now that are in uh, in Carter County or local businesses and they say, hey, I would love to get involved. I'd love to, you know, be a part of that, you know, process, you know, <laughs> with with uh, Carter Compassion. Um, how do they or what's the best way to, you know, to find out more information about that? Uh, once again, uh, if they'll they'll reach out and they'll contact me through uh, the the number that's on the website. Uh, there's also an email address. It's okay. it's there on the website. It comes directly to me. Yeah. Uh, and our board members. We've got a great group of board members. We've got some folks that are sitting on the city council com- commissioners. We got pastors on the board. So we've got we've got a, a very diverse group. Yeah. That that is, is there. But if they'll reach out through email, uh, text, call. Uh, that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, on September the 11th, uh, there at the Compassion Center, we're right next to the park. Yeah. There's a park right next door. Mm-hmm. So we want to have another open house, and it'll be open for churches, uh, businesses, and nonprofits on the on the 11th of September. So 9-11, a great time to celebrate Compassion. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would meet at 4 o'clock, would have food, some music. They can come in and they can tour. Um, churches can fellowship or... or uh, Nonprofits can network together. Our pastors can network. So we just want to pull everybody together in September. So yeah. they can come out and be a part of that as well. There'll be more information in the days ahead on our Facebook page. Okay. So if they'll just keep a check on our uh, Carter Compassion Center Facebook page, they'll see the date, the time. We've set it for the 11th. We just got to make sure everything is reserved and, yeah. and good on that end. So. Definitely. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait till you all open, and, and I'll definitely have you back on the show once once you guys are up and running to really you know talk about everything that's going on there. Um, so I'm really excited to see. I think this is a huge need for, you know, for Carter County and hopefully, you know, like you said, kind of expand into other counties to really uh, benefit, you know, all of Tennessee. That would be that would be incredible. I think so, too. And I really appreciate you all having us on the air and Definitely. speaking about it and, and uh, hope to hear some folks reach out to me. Definitely. If you know of a group, organization, or individual that's doing good in your community, they could be our next guest on Good To Go. 
Share the good at wcqr.org and download Good to Go wherever you get your podcasts. Try the Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today.